The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. From Romans chapter 11, what does Paul mean when he's talking about the root and the branches, the wild olive tree and being grafted in? Why are some of the branches broken off while others are holy? Thank you, friend, for joining us today on Grace in Focus, the radio and podcast ministry of the Grace Evangelical Society. We're glad you're with us. You can find out more about what we believe and our mission at faithalone.org. There you will find articles about many questions in the Bible, lots of resources, ebooks, books, teaching videos, and about our regional and national conferences. Please look us up at faithalone.org. Now with today's discussion, here are Ken Yates and Katherine Wright. Welcome to another episode of Grace and Focus. This is Ken Yates. And this is Catherine Wright. And we are continuing our study in Romans, and we're still in Romans chapter 11 in verse 16. Mm -hmm. And Paul is talking about in this section of Romans that God is not done with the nation of Israel, and they have a glorious future here in Romans chapter 11. But even in Paul's day, there is a remnant. There is a remnant of Jews who have believed, even though the nation as a corporate entity has rejected the message of not just justification by faith and eternal life, but faith in Christ. And what follows from that is life in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have obviously rejected that because they don't believe in him. But then in verse 16, He talks about the first fruit, and he says the first fruit is holy. I take that to be the remnant who have believed. There is a first fruit, and that implies something. In the Old Testament, the offering of the first fruit was a promise or an indication that a harvest was coming. Hmm. And even though Paul doesn't spell that out specifically here, It's obvious in the rest of the chapter that there is a harvest coming when the whole nation is going to be delivered. Uh, The whole nation is going to be a believing nation. Mm. And that's going to happen in verse 26. All Israel will be saved. But in the meantime, Paul, I think, is saying with the remnant that is believing today, there is a foreshadowing, a uh, first first fruits. (laughs) There you go. Paul says it better than I did. Mm -hmm. The first fruit is holy. The lump is also holy. The whole thing will be holy in that day. Now we talked about that as Paul moves into these verses, what he's saying is to the Gentiles Mm -hmm. who have believed, I think your word, don't get cocky. Don't get cocky. I use the word boastful. And he talks about here in verse 16 that the root is holy. The root here then would be the blessings that was promised to the fathers through Abraham, Isaac, Mm -hmm. and Jacob, that now the Gentiles are benefiting from. Mm -hmm. The promises that God made. So this goes back to chapter 9. Right. The introduction there that Paul gives all of these blessings and promises that were given to the nation of Israel. Those things are holy. Yes. And in chapter nine, he talked about the fathers. Right. Mm-hmm. Who, from whom are the fathers, from whom the Christ came. You know, God promised Abraham that through his seed, which is Christ, the whole world would be blessed. Paul also talks about this, that 
we as believing Gentiles are sons of Abraham in this sense, in that we are the recipients of this justification by faith. So this is connected to the idea that what we've been arguing, replacement theology says the church just has replaced Israel, that that's all done away with. And it's, we're just tossing that aside and God's gone to plan B and we're plan B. But to our point, no, the root is still holy. This system is still good and he is not going to just completely forsake that. Yes. And right now we are benefiting from right. that. We right. are connected to it. Right. And when he says here in verse 16, the branches are holy. Uh, we're part of that. And so is the believing remnant of Jews. They're recipients of these blessings that come through Abraham. And he goes on to say in verse 17, if some of the branches were broken off, and this is obviously a reference to the unbelieving Jews, the majority of the nation. These are branches that were part of, they would have been part of the blessings of the promises made to Abraham. But obviously, Paul is not talking about the loss of salvation. I was about to ask. So this is not saying you're <laughs> cut off from eternal life. Exactly. And, but what he's talking about is the nation of Israel was given these promises through Abraham, but right now they are an unbelieving people as a corporate entity. And now Gentiles through the church, are being grafted into these promises, are being grafted into these blessings. So we're not replacing it, we're being grafted in. Right. Yeah. And here is where Paul says, don't look down on the Jews around you. And I wonder if we read between the lines if maybe this was going on at the church in Rome. There would have been Jewish believers, mm -hmm. there would have been Gentile believers, Maybe well, we know that there was conflict when we get later into the book when they talk about eating meat sacrificed to idols, and there was some and some of you observe the days, mm -hmm. and some of you don't. So there's a little may, nanny nanny boo boo going on there. <laughs> so there may have been some cultural things going on even yeah. at the church because Paul's going to say, "Don't be boastful." Mm -hmm. It's hard to say. We're reading between the lines. He reminds them in verse seventeen that they as Gentiles were a part of the wild olive hmm. tree. Mm -hmm. I remember a while back ago, we have a guy in our church who's a deacon who works in trees. It's he helping. just started explaining all the details. Yeah. Like, Thank man, you. I had no idea. Thank you, sir. <laughs> right. So funny. But from what I know about wild olive trees, it's they just it just grows all over the place versus one that's been cared for cultivated. and cultivated and trimmed and fed all the good food and all that good stuff, right? Like, and the fertilizer right. and, and sure. aerate the... Something like that. We're in the ballpark, hopefully, that you, there are wild olive trees. And the idea there is that this is one that's just grown out in the wild, going all gnarly, doing its thing. Versus the cultivated one mm -hmm. in, I'm assuming, some kind of garden. Right. You know, like the Garden of Gethsemane would have had a sure. like, cultivated olive tree that was well cared for. And obviously, in this picture, the nation of Israel, mm. with the root of the promises Absolutely. from Abraham, uh, which was holy, promised by God, they are the cultivated olive tree. Mm-hmm. 
And the Gentiles are in that gnarly olive tree <laughs> out in the middle of the field that mm-hmm. no one cares about mm-hmm. because the Jewish people were were chosen by God for all of these blessings. Right. And he says here in verse 17 that you were of the wild olive tree and were grafted into the culted. <laughs> it does again. How does that work? Is, I don't know. I don't, it's magic, man. I don't know. So I am assuming that a branch from a wild olive tree could be grafted in, or if it's contrary to nature, is it, he's just saying, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, that you, you were not a part of this route. The promises were not made to your forefathers. They were made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that all these blessings would come. And you've been grafted into this. Mm-hmm. And the Jewish nation as a whole has been cut off from these blessings. And again, right. Obviously, this is not talking about eternal salvation, right? even though I'm sure there's a lot of people who read these verses completely out of context and go, oh, the branches were cut off. That means I could lose my salvation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. No, the nation has been removed from this privileged position Mm -hmm. and you Gentiles have been grafted into it. Mm -hmm. And this is talking about corporate Reality. Yeah. And can I add, I mean, I know we're laughing about the whole agricultural thing, but we see this a lot in scripture. You know, I think of John 15 as well with the vine and the branches and the, I just think it's important to note, this is just a picture. It's not literal. And so when people come here and they take this as a loss of salvation, you're cut off and you, God's done with you in that sense. It's, that's a misapplication of the picture that's being described here. Sure. And yeah. and the people who do that forget that Paul is talking again in corporate mm-hmm. uh, terms, saying the nation as a whole has rejected and therefore right. they are not the vessel that mm-hmm. God is using in this world for his purposes. The church is. Right. And Gentiles have been grafted into this. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we would say. And however, this agricultural stuff works. And Paul says, uh, and you being wild olive tree were grafted in among them along with the believing remnant Mm -hmm. of Jews. So now you believing Jews, believing Gentiles are grafted in. This is the way God is dealing with the world now. And he says, and with them have become a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree. You are a partaker of all these blessings. Mm -hmm. But again, in Romans 9, 10, and 11, Paul's going to make it very clear that does not mean that God is done with the nation of Israel. In fact, he, he goes there immediately in the next verse. Do not boast against the branches, Mm -hmm. is what he says in verse 18. Don't have the attitude of so many within the history of Christendom who have despised the Jews. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've they been, as a whole, grafted out. God is now dealing with the world and the church. But don't, uh, don't, don't forget. Yeah. That this is also a privilege that you've been given to be in the ministry, be part of this partnership, to be the vessel in which God uses at this time. That's mm-hmm. a privilege 
that we have being in the church. So don't get cocky in it. Right. And then it's interesting here. He says, verse 18, do not boast against the branches. But if you boast, just remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. These promises were originally given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. These, uh, the Abrahamic covenant, for example. And uh, again, even in Galatians 3, mm. Paul reminds the readers, you are sons of Abraham. Uh, but uh, those promises also <laughs> involve the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. And that's where Paul's going with this. Well, I think this is probably a good time to stop this session. We will hopefully you'll, you'll join us again for our next podcast as we continue our discussion on Romans 11. And as always, Keep grace in focus. We would like to thank all of our financial partners who help us keep this show going. All gifts are tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can be a financial partner, visit us at faithalone.org. Maybe you've got a question or comment or feedback. If so, please send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next episode, one more look at Romans chapter 11. And how is God going to again graft in the Jewish people so that he may bless the world through them? And when this will begin to happen. Join us next time. And until then, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.